Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Now we have a hundred percent more Baja Blast. Also, so I was, I was looking at my phone when you started recording, and all of a sudden you were just screaming in my ear. <laughs> Um, and I'm <laughs> screaming in his ear because he's actually, uh, here. He's home for the holidays. Well, one holiday. Yeah, one holiday. If you count Black Friday as a holiday, it's two holidays. That's true. Which some do. Some do. Some do. So, we, we, we kind of do. We have a, a good thing going with, um... Going to stores and singing and being crazy. Yeah, it's a it's, fun, fun time. Yeah, for sure. Um, we it's been a crazy, crazy. So work for me always ramps up during the holidays. Of course, like for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. when I come home, I basically just want to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. has not deterred me from playing Pokemon, but I have not gotten as far as I would like. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest. Yeah, you barely even started. You just um, got to Cerulean City. I watched you do it. I did. I And I judged you. <laughs> you did. Um, but I did... Uh, so I made sure to test out my Pokeball Plus mm-hmm. uh, in, in use with Pokemon Go. And I have played... And I, I did a bit of grinding because so, I wanted to see... Like how the chain reactions worked with catching the same Pokemon over and over again, which we can get into. But yeah, I've I've been enjoying it. The I really like the way the the Pokemon look, and I like the way the environments look. One little detail that got me, because I haven't done more than one gym right now, mm-hmm. is as I was going through the first gym. You could see people, like there were stands on each side of the gym mm-hmm. and people sitting in them. Like just huh. with like their kids and stuff looking down. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's how it was like in the TV show when they would have gym battles. Yeah, and this game is kind it's of... It's kind of cool. It's kind of like playing the TV show as much as it is a red and blue and yellow remake. Because... You have not only your fr- you have a friendly rival, which they make sure to say that it's mm-hmm. a, a friendly rival, uh, which mine is classically named Seth, yeah. as usual. That's me. And you also have Blue, oh, who yeah. shows up. That jerk. So it's. <laughs> I kind of wish they would just call him Gary, but yeah, that's true. They... Apparently, Red is also in the game. Really? Yeah, I've seen. That. Uh, I have it. Yeah, that's a bit. So I did, a couple people posted about how mad they were about spoilers. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because um, Stealth, who is a Nintendo insider that I follow on Twitter, and so Seth, um, he was basically saying, you know, it's been like 20 years. The statute of limitations on spoilers for this game is... I know. It's, it's a kind remake. Of there are no spoilers on a remake. Yeah. It's... It's too far. Even the new stuff in it is old. Yeah, for the most part. And it's it's kind of neat. I The one thing from the anime they did not take is uh, Team Rocket's Meowth doesn't talk. Yeah, it just shame. makes the Meowth noise. Terrible, honestly. I feel like they could have pulled that audio easily. Yeah. 
I I do want to say one thing that I love. So I play with the Pokeball Plus when I can, or mainly when it's on the TV, which I actually recommend playing this on the handheld instead of on the TV. Mm-hmm. Because when you're playing on the TV, you really have to use the motion controls. Right. And you, you're you limited to one Joy-Con. You can't use both Joy-Cons when you're playing with a docked. Right. Which is weird. And it does take away some of your controller options that... It just makes it more natural to play it in handheld because you have more buttons to do the things you're supposed to do. Um, and so, yeah, I I play with the Pokeball Plus, and when you catch a Pokemon, um, the little ring lights up around the joystick part of it, and it makes the cry of the Pokemon you just caught. Yep. And so I wanted to, like, play it with you with your eyes closed around here so you could guess which Pokemon oh, yeah. I just caught. That is a classic David and Seth game. Make Seth guess the Pokemon cry. He, you do. You have an, a weird ear where you remember those original yeah. 151. Yeah, it gets it gets a little harder past 151. Yeah, and we should play it right now. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know if that's good content, but it would be to us. Um, so. Uh. Maybe we can really buzz that party trick out at Thanksgiving mm. tomorrow, and it'll, it'll. I don't. I don't think that. I don't know that, that would be. <laughs> That's not the right crowd, but yeah. it would. It would still be fun for us. That that hasn't stopped us before. That's true. Uh, so yeah, I I'm having a lot of fun with this. The the character designs. Seth pointed out he's not a huge fan because they're kind of chibi looking. Yeah. The so I previous to this week. David has been hyping up both of us talking about the game, but I haven't. I haven't actually gotten it, um, and I'm not. I I don't know. I guess the more that I saw of it, I became less interested in getting it, and also just because it's it's not really anything new. Just because it's red and blue all over again, um, that is kind of a reason that I'm not interested. But also, the art style is not exactly my favorite. Um, I just think it's kind of weird looking. Um, we were talking earlier um, about how it looks, and I said that I hope that the next po- the next proper new Pokemon game doesn't look like that because I think there's a lot of room for empl- em- not employment room for improvement. <laughs> uh, there is room for employment on Game Freak's team. Maybe I don't know. Um, I looked up; they have a hundred and forty three employees. Well, they are making two games, so. I I don't even I don't know if that's average or not. It's probably it's probably above average considering they are Nintendo affiliated. Right. Um but I, I think there is room for the game to look I don't know, bigger, um, like proportionally normal, I guess. The the um, camera is very close. Yeah, that was also a weird thing I saw when when you were playing it, because like compared to Sun and Moon had a, a dynamic camera where it would sometimes close be close up on you, but um, you saw a lot more of the surroundings. Um, and I guess it's not as important in this game, but it does. It seems like it's even closer than it was. Like you can see less than in the original games. Yeah, um, I which wonder is weird. if I wonder if that's because they didn't know how to optimize for the Switch yet. Yeah, and. 
the lessons they learn from this they'll carry over to the next gen mm-hmm. or or the next the gen 8 game because you got to think this game has been in development yeah since i mean since sun and moon probably yeah if not around the same time ultra sun and moon came out yeah um so yeah i that i guess that's part of the reason i'm not too interested in i also i know the like the 3D models of the Pokemon are the same as they were in Sun and Moon, and they're pretty. They're okay, all right. Um, I had a problem with it since they moved to 3D because the way the the 2D sprite graphics from the old games, like it allowed them to pose the Pokemon in like in the middle of motion, and it allowed for more dynamic kind of looking pictures of the of the Pokemon, and they really haven't been able to kind of capture that with the 3D models because they have to be doing something realistic. Um, so that's a- another thing that I hope they do is in the next one is try and find a more vivid way of showing off the, the Pokemon and like the personality through the way they look. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. That was a problem I had with like X and Y. It was just kind of, yeah, it was the bet not X and Y, but sun, rather sun and moon. Um, like, yeah, they were the best graphics of a Pokemon game yet, but it it lacked, to me, a little... It lacked some kind of liveliness to it. Um, and I also think that uh, these games do that, in my opinion, anyway, looking at them. So, one of the things I wish I understood, and maybe someone can write in or tweet at us uh, to explain the CP system Mm -hmm. for this game. And I imagine, I was telling Seth, maybe they have to have the CP system because you can move Pokemon from Pokemon Go over to this game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they have to have some sort of stat to carry over or base the other stats off of. And I don't blame them for that. But it, it makes it this kind of arbitrary stat that you don't know if you should pay attention to in Pokemon Let's Go. And I'm sure that someone has a really long article about that stat because, uh, as with most Pokemon games, that's what what people do. Yeah. There's, there's these arbitrary stats that make other Pokemon better than, and you have to breed to get the best ones and stuff like that. Yeah. But it seems like they took a lot of that out on this one and in favor of making, any Pokemon you use workable in a competitive environment. Yeah, they. this is definitely the accessible game. And I, on one hand, love that. Because catching the Pokemon in the, in the Pokemon Go format and not having to fight them all the time definitely saves some time. <laughs> yeah, and, I bet. And oh, going I, through the rock tunnel or whatever. Not having to fight a Geodude every two seconds. Yeah, that was... I I showed you. I I avoided pretty much all of them. Yep. And, you know, I... So, there is a weird bonus that they give that does kind of encourage you to run into Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Where you get a chain bonus of experience if you catch the same Pokemon over and over and over again. I think that also, like, it makes it more likely to... Get a shiny. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of people have been saying that this is the easiest game to catch shinies in. Yeah, it does. I every every day it seems I'm seeing pictures on my Twitter timeline of people running into multiple shinies in a row, which is cool. Which means I'll never run into one. Yeah. I mean, I just I know that I have that luck. So, you know, I've never caught a shiny in any of the Pokemon games. That cannot be true. I haven't. Well, first I'm of all, in, in Gold and Silver, they give you a free shiny. Well, yeah, they give you a Magikarp. No, they give you a Red Gyarados. Oh, yeah, they don't Red give Gyarados. It to you. You, have to, you have to fight it, but that can't be. I, You have to have encountered enough Pokemon to at least run into a shiny. Maybe. I Maybe I did, and I just didn't know it. That's probably part of it. Yeah. But... You know, I uh, shinies are fine. They're just slightly different colored. Yeah, Pokemon. shinies are cool. I think they lost their luster, as it were, a bit over the years, um, as there's become so many more Pokemon, and some of the shiny forms just kind of look dumb, honestly. Yeah, I I found that out uh, while playing Pokemon Go. Like the pincer I got that was shiny. I didn't know shiny pincer was purple. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" That's another thing where a lot stupid. of a lot of the colors don't translate well onto the 3D graphics because, like, the way some of them would look in the in the color palette that the Game Boy games used, or even the ones after that, um, they don't like the colors aren't the same when when transposed onto a 3D model, right? It's it's definitely a taste thing, mm-hmm. I think. And and it'll be interesting to see what happens with this 8th gen. I'm excited to see... Um, I actually read... I wish I had remembered to save the article, Seth, because you would have loved it. Um, but I read an interesting article about how they wish Game Freak would stop putting Digimon into Pokemon <laughs> games. Yeah, I saw and that. And how... They need to get away from these humanistic character models yeah. that they're they keep pushing towards. Yeah, it it is weird. Um as as more people become involved in the Pokemon design process the way that it's kind of trended that way. Um I don't know that I entirely agree. I if mainly because the human humanoid Digimon are way more extravagant and insane than the humanoid Pokemon are. But I get yeah. the, I get the picture. Man, the <laughs> I did realize the uh the likeness of Leomon and like Incineroar and stuff, like they look kind of similar to me. And yeah. I didn't realize how many uh like human type esque Pokemon there yeah. were until I read that article. Yeah, it it does have it does seem to happen a lot with the starters too. That's they've been doing that a lot. Yeah, Decidueye is a big Decidueye is a dude. Greninja's um, a guy. Uh, Incineroar. Yeah, Incineroar's um, a a human. Uh, Delphox is a woman. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Decidueye is actually uh, probably a long lost cousin of Ezio Auditori. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so I've been enjoying Pokemon. If it sounds like I haven't, uh, please don't get it twisted. I have, and it's fun. I'm really enjoying it. And, uh, Marianne 
has also been enjoying it, but she has just continued to play the heck out of Lego Harry Potter. <laughs> so <laughs> she okay. she loves playing it, and I, I can't get her to stop, but she is playing Pokemon. She's switching back and forth, mm. which, uh, which is more the power nature, to her yeah, because is, I can't do that. I cannot do that, so yeah, more power tough. to her. Um, what have what have you been playing, Seth? Have you been playing anything? Oh, not really. <laughs> Nothing new to report no. from me. Um, well, that's that's fine. We we actually, uh, if you look at the time, we lasted about as long as usually yeah. uh, because we talked about Pokemon so much. I can talk about Pokemon all day. Name a Pokemon. Name a Pokemon. Um, so I just no name a Pokemon. Oh, Chimacho. Chimeco. Chimcho. Oh, Chimeco. Chimcho. I just hatched that. Chimcho evolved from Chingling. Oh. Yep. Wait, that's an evolution. Yep. I wonder why the evolution hatched. Because it it was one of the ones that had a pre-evolution made in the next generation. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm still waiting to get Rhyperior. Ah, Rhyperior evolves from Rhydon with the use of. (laughs) So what was that thing? It was like the, I don't know, it was one of these weird, it was like an orange thing that he put on, like a heavy something, I don't remember. So, you sound like I do in another, in the way more casual, like, they're going to be, like my friends Tyler and Sarah and Dustin and Lelia, mm-hmm. we have a group chat and... Every time they're like, oh, look at this new Pokemon I got. And I'm like, ah, yes, that one. And I just Pokedex read <laughs> off a bunch of facts. And they're like, did you look that up? And I'm like, no, no, no. no I know I've, I know I've got this. <laughs> this is in my brain. Uh, a protector. It evolves when traded holding a protector. Ah, well, it evolves in Pokemon Go with uh, 100 with candies, candies and a Sinnoh yes. Stone. So, Sinnoh Stone. Which is a new yeah. item. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. Name another Pokemon. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know if we need to do this. Uh, gosh. You know, I've been really mad. Oh, I got a, a Buizel. Uh, Buizel? Buizel, because Buizel. it's like a buoy. It's yeah. Buizel. Buizel evolves into Floatzel. Oh. I never liked them. What? No, no, no. They didn't do anything for me. I like Buizel, little... but his evolve form is dumb looking. It's got like a scarf that's an inflatable raft or something. Me and your dad were lamenting the other day that uh, Lotad doesn't keep spawning because uh, we have yes. a Lombre, but we... I don't Lombre. know the third form. Lombre evolves into Ludicolo. Oh, yeah, it's Ludicolo. <laughs> Ludicolo forgot. looks nothing like Lotad and Lombre. It's <laughs> Not weird. at all. He is a completely different being. Yeah, Lombre is like... And also a humanoid. Frog, yeah, a frog-type <laughs> thing. With a lily pad on his head. And then Ludicolo is like this giant, fat, um, duck-looking... What is he? He's like a Mexican dancer or something. Yeah, he's got a poncho on and yeah. two maracas. Yeah. And a sombrero. Kind of racist. Yeah, a little bit. Just a tad. Yeah, just a low tad. <laughs> just a low tad. A low tad racist. Um, let's uh, let's talk about Black Friday since it's coming up Friday. Black Friday evolves into Cyber Monday. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yep. You did it. Yeah. That's Every, a good everything, connection. Everything is Pokemon. Um, <laughs> your dad will be proud of that line. He will. Uh, so. Black Friday, we listed off some of the deals that we care about 
And we when? think are the... Or, well, we have them in front oh, of us. Oh, I thought you meant out loud. We haven't done no, that No, no, no. Um, and we'll tell you about some of the other ones as we go through. But going out, uh, you know, tomorrow, of course, people are going to shop on Thanksgiving. And you Black Friday. And some of these go through the weekend, I'm sure. But I'm not entirely certain about some of that. I know a lot of GameStop's deals go through the whole weekend. So... Keep an eye out on that. The best console bundles are across the board, really. The standard is the $200 PS4 with Spider-Man and the $200 Xbox One S with Minecraft. Yeah, that uh, that PS4 bundle is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, that's a good value for 200 bucks. I agree. And, um... The Mario Kart bundle with the Switch is down to three hundred from three sixty, mm-hmm. and if you get it at GameStop, you get a fifty dollars GameStop gift card. There you go. You can buy a whole other game with that. Yeah, exactly. If you buy it on Black Friday, <laughs> so if not, you'll have to spend ten dollars extra. Yeah, or get Pokemon, that's which true. that's fifty. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. What plus tax though? Yeah. So like fifty three. Um, Still need to cough up yeah. three dollars. Um. Terrible. Best Buy has Dragon Quest Eleven for thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I am interested in that. Which you, you're the king of picking up RPGs on Black Friday and then loving them. So maybe That's this true. will be I another mean, one. This time, well, not this time, but twenty twenty four hours from now and one year ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess. 360, no, I don't know how that would work. But anyway, a year ago, tomorrow, is when I bought Persona 5, which you guys remember how much I raved about that. Yeah. and It's also so, when I bought uh, The Witcher 3, which I have yet to play. So, <laughs> you know. Which, that's on sale again. It's like 20 bucks. So, yeah. Um, uh, all controllers, basically, are 40 bucks. They're, if they're not 38, they're 40, because GameStop has them for 38. Um, Except so, for the Switch Pro controller, which is yeah, 60. that's still up there. But, you know, get those if you need extra controllers, whatever. Uh, Black Ops 4, the best deal we saw was $37 at Best Buy. Yeah. And... Pretty cheap for a game that new. Yeah, it if just... you're interested Just in came out. Um, I personally... Just yesterday it came out. <laughs> I traded my copy in so I could get, take advantage of some of the GameStop deals. There you go. So, um, Target has the best Overwatch deal for fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's twenty dollars everywhere else. So that's also pretty much the only Target's the only place. That's the only place that the only game that Target is beating everyone else at. Yeah, the other they have a they have a lot of other games which are comparable to other places. So it's not like if you go there, you'll be missing out on other stuff. But right, that's the only one that it's like a it's beating. The next closest is twenty bucks. Yeah, it's weird to me that Overwatch is still a game that is being advertised for these sales. Dude, it still goes back up to sixty. Yeah, it's crazy. And the trade in value is still thirty to forty consistently. Mm. It is stupid how the val- the value of that game because they keep adding to it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they're showing no signs of stopping. So, it's it's just something they're sticking with. 
There isn't um, any sign of stopping, and, and they've got some corn for popping. Yeah. Uh, Near Automata is 20 bucks at GameStop, which uh, I really am thinking of picking that up. Yeah. That's... It's an, it's an older game, but it's supposed to be real good. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> It's meant to be replayed like fifteen times mm-hmm. because there's a you play as different characters and see different viewpoints of the story and stuff. Um, Bryce did a pretty good uh, talk about it around this time last year, if not earlier. So if you want to go back, I'm sure that that's in the show notes, and you can look it up. Uh, Starlink starter pack is 35 or 40 depending on the location. Yeah. I think it's 35 at Target, but 40 everywhere else, which is one thing that they have over other oh, locations yeah. again. I want um, that R-Wing. Yeah. Throw us up that I, R-Wing, as Peppy once said. And mainly going to get it for the R-Wing. Yeah. I did see a picture of a kid, like, uh, playing it, and the R-Wing is, like, <laughs> huge. Yeah, it's massive. It's awesome. Uh, and it's a thing you can put on your mantle, and people will be like, ooh, what is that? Yeah, and you can say, my R-Wing. Yep. It is my R-Wing. The only thing about that is it is 100% a better value. I, I don't know if it will be cause, uh, with this deal, but normally it is absolutely a better value to buy the game digitally because, yeah, it- because the way the game works is... You have these physical models of ships and different attachments you can put on them. Um, and, you know, it's like a toys-to-life thing. And when you buy the starter packs, it comes with one ship and and a code for another ship and, it's a, and a few other attachments. Um, and that's all you get, and so you have to, you have to pay for the other ones. Um, but if you buy it digitally, you get a lot more stuff in it. Um, you get all the stuff in it. You yeah. can get all of it for... Like ten dollars more than the main game. Yeah, so that's definitely. I don't know if it's gonna be on sale digitally, so it might be the the value is better now to buy it. But of course, you buy it digitally, you don't get that R wing. Yeah, and apparently, switching out the weapons is very satisfying. True. On the physical model. Yeah. Um. So also, all the big hits from this year are. On sale at GameStop also. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Tomb Raider, God of War is like $17. But Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Tomb Raider, they're $27. And there's a, there's a couple other um, on that list also. I can't remember exactly what else is $27. Bucks, but they they have a lot. And the, the weird steal of the, the whole thing in my opinion, is going to be two Switch games at GameStop. Uh, One of them is LEGO Incredibles, which I'm excited to play because it has other Pixar movies attached to it as well as my favorite, The Incredibles, which I watched The Incredibles 2 the other day and really enjoyed it. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, Not as good as the first movie, but it's still good. Yeah, and GameStop has L.A. Noir for $10. Which is, you know, it's an old game. Very old. But if you want to be a a, a cop with questionable motives, yeah. but also obeys the law sometimes, <laughs> like most cops, you yeah. can play that game. So, The cop simulator. Yeah. 
and <laughs> probably fewer. Never mind. I'm not gonna. Yeah. That. <laughs> um, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fun game, and I. Never really played it. I watched other people play it, and so isn't watching people play it essentially the same as playing it with that game? Because even playing it, you're just watching stuff happen. That's true. I mean, you have to like guess if people are lying and stuff. But yeah, I don't... but and uh, the okay. So also, I would be remiss to uh, not mention um, that you get a ten dollar reward certificate. If you buy Red Dead. So it's technically 50 bucks if you shop at GameStop a decent amount. Yeah. So that's not, not technically $50. It just gives you $10 to spend on something else. Yeah. Um, but you still have to spend it on something else. Right. It's not free $10. So there's also the... You could sell the $10 gift card for like $9 to someone yeah. maybe. Um, there's also the... Nintendo 2DS bundle, mm-hmm. which has what's the game that comes with Super Mario Maker, I believe. Oh uh, yeah, and it's the Wedge 2DS. Yeah, I have thought about buying it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to hold back. Safe. I'm going to hold back. But it's pretty cheap, honestly. I know. I'm. You know what I'm really frustrated about is that. PlayStation Plus for a year is $40, but Microsoft hasn't announced any good deals for Game Pass or or Xbox Live. So, I mean, maybe I miss them, but I haven't seen them. And I I have been looking out for them because I need to re-up my Game Pass because I got it in June, and it expires in December. So... And I don't want to lose my access to Forza Horizon 4, because I like that game. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, man, so let we can pivot from that. That's a lot of good deals for Black Friday. Um, let us know what you get and how much you saved if you want. We I always usually do a little post of what I got, because it it is kind of astounding if you look at it, how much you can save if you're smart. On Black Friday, especially as a gamer, that's that's where we get a good deal on Black Friday because all the stuff in our industry usually gets like cut in half yeah. <laughs> on that day. So, like we, I always joke about using Black Friday to buy Assassin's Creed, but it's because it's true. Yeah, there, it's four games as as bad as Black Friday has become. It's still perfect if you want to buy video games. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's it's great, but let's let's pivot from that because I was talking about digital games to the rumor that there is going to be a discless Xbox mm. skew. What do you what do you think about that? Um, I guess it makes sense. You know, all laptops don't have discs <laughs> these yeah. days. Uh, it's kind of weird, but. You know, they my if Microsoft pictures an all digital future where game streaming becomes the norm, then it would make sense for eventually them to knock the uh the disk drive out of here. But it is I don't know, it is weird. So it's a strange thing. And I also don't think it would be that popular because it removes any chance of buying used games. Which buy which when you're buying a console so late into its cycle, that's what a lot of games are going to be. 
Yeah. That's, it's an interesting proposition from them, but with, with their seemingly, their focus on moving towards a streaming type thing eventually, mm-hmm. and really their focus on Game Pass, which $60 for six months is a heck of a value when you look at it yeah. for what they're giving you. Um, and, and I was kind of thinking about it in my head, like places were advertising like $30 for Sea of Thieves and, you know, $40 for Forza Horizon 4. And I'm like, I could spend 60 and have access to them for six months as well as like 98 other games. Yeah, I mean, it, it does make sense in that because that is something they're really pushing. Um, it would be even better if they somehow found a way to include more third-party stuff in that, but I know that's probably a pipe dream for Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you still technically can buy new games on the on the shop, but and they are discounted sometimes on there. So I don't think it's entirely a bad idea. I don't know how popular it would be. Um, but yeah, and it may just be something to have as a a secondary item to the X um that they can produce cheaply. Yeah. Cuz you got to think without the disk drive that probably takes a solid amount of of money out of it to where they could maybe sell that sucker for like 150, maybe yeah. 200. Um because their profit margins are a lot higher on digital also. So you know, they 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 definitely have more room to make money. Um, let's see. The other news we have. Let's jump over to Sony because Sony it kind of leaked out but then became official that they are not going to be at E3 this year. Yeah, they're bowing out and it's it's going to be strange. Now, they said they're not going to be there. I do wonder it it's it's so hard to wrap my head around that they that they cannot that they won't be there in any capacity. They won't. They won't have a booth. They the floor plan. So not yeah, there. I get that. But you look at stuff like EA, who have done their EA play in the general area and the week of E three, but not been on the show floor. So I I wonder if they will do something like that. But that's only my mind tr- trying to reconcile the fact that one of the big three has said they're not going to be there, which is, I don't know, it's insane to me. Yeah, it's... Like, the the closest comparable thing was when Nintendo first unveiled their, that they were switching to the direct type thing um, instead of having a press conference, and it was kind of unprecedented. Ooh. Um, but even then, they were still there. So I don't know, It's it's weird. Um, yeah, I guess it, their reasons make sense, you know, because you go back and and look at their previous presentation, the games that they advertised are, that had release dates will have come out by then. And the rest of the games are sort of still TBA. So I'm imagining that means... Ghost of Tsushima is not coming out next year. Right. Last of Us 2 is not coming out next year. Right. Um, 
Days Gone is never coming out. I don't care what they say. <laughs> um, and if it does come out, um, it's supposed to come out before E3. So they can't even talk about it at E3. Right. Um, it won't be that good either. Who Who's going to talk about Call of Duty and Destiny? Right. Um, you also, uh, Death Stranding is the other thing. Death Stranding, which I'm still not convinced is not just a long series of trailers that Kojima is teasing us with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not ever be a video game. I, I don't believe it still. Um, and, and it's it's just odd because they have games coming out. Yeah. They... I don't think they have that many games coming out. That's the thing. So this is this is what I was trying to get across to because we have the Suplex group chat and we kind of talked about this with Chris. If all the industry rumors are true, where you know every developer has been pointing to a PS5 in 2020, why would Sony push these games to 2020? Yeah, that would be weird. To release these high-profile games like Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima the same year they launch a new console. It makes no sense. Yeah, I I don't know. It's I can't decipher what their strategy is going to be, but if if they are convinced that their big games are not going to be there at the end of 2019... And I guess it sort of makes sense if they have nothing else in the pipeline to not be there. But it's still weird. Yeah. it's And you know what? This puts a huge amount of momentum and the ball in Microsoft's court mm-hmm. to really take over the stage next year with... We will probably have a way more in-depth look into Halo. Yeah. We were... I think they said Gears is coming out 2019. Yeah. Gears 5. That would make sense. The Gears Tactics game, which as much as some people might not be into, that game looked cool to me, so I'm I mean, I'm it's, in for it's that. an XCOM clone, so yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, they've got Crackdown coming out next year, which right. I'm sure they're going to support with free DLC, just like they are with Forza Horizon 4 and stuff. Right. And they've got a all these games that are in the pipeline. Fable Four is supposedly still being worked on secretly. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. Well, they said that it's not been like shown off, but that is the one of those studios is working on it. I can only hope it's Playground Studios yeah. because the the world for Fable or Forza Horizon Four is great. So give me them making that. Um, really, you would want them making that rather than a new IP. I mean, especially I want, considering the other Fable games aren't even good. I you say that <laughs> Fable Three was good. Uh, Fable Two was bad. You you're not wrong there. Yeah, well. Fable Three was good though. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just I don't know. I'm excited to see what uh what is in the pipeline for Microsoft now. And this also gives Nintendo a big... Uh, oh, yeah, and we know they're going to have a huge year next year. Oh, my gosh. Their E3 is going to be insane. They have, like, every single game that's ever existed coming out next year. Because they're probably going to... Mother 3 will probably be there. <laughs> the moment Sony said they're not going to be there, Reggie's like, we're doing it. We're, we're bringing Literally, it Literally, Nintendo could do 
all their direct, all their E three thing could be a, a trailer of a localized Mother three, <laughs> and that and that and, and that'd be and all of it is, and lo- people would still say they won. Localized Mother three and a Waluigi amiibo, and it would E three uh, would explode. Yeah, like Microsoft would be like, shut it down, we're out of here. I watch Ra- I watch WWE Raw every week. And almost every week, there's still a Waluigi Amiibo please sign in the crowd somewhere. <laughs> it's, the amount of dedication to that is gold. And I I don't want Waluigi and Smash, but please, God, give these people their Amiibo. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, because Nintendo's got... I mean, they've got Pokemon Gen 8. They've got um, Animal Crossing... Metroid Prime 4 could no. possibly come out next year. I mean, it's it, it, it's <laughs> definitely going to be at E3. There's the... Um, you. I would bet we're going to get a Metroid Prime 4 trailer at Game Awards. Possibly. Uh, I think it's too soon for that. Still? Yeah. I don't know, man. I I don't know. Maybe they'll stick to more ban, the Bayonetta news at E3. True. Which I... I was talking to your brother. I found out. I don't know if I really like that game franchise as much as I wanted to. Uh, yeah, I tried playing Bayonetta two, and I'm like twenty minutes in. I'm like, maybe I don't like this as much as I thought I did. And so yeah, that's where I fell on that. Um, especially now that Devil May Cry four is coming out. Um, or Devil May Cry five. My bad. Yep. So the, speaking of amiibos, there's gonna be. Seth, I I don't know if you saw this. I did but, see it. Um, it's insane. There's going to be a box in Japan, and it's going to have 63 Amiibo in it, and it's sold exclusively through Amazon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all It's got all 63 characters up to now and the game. And I was in one of my classes the other day. We're trying to calculate how much like this is going to cost. Because certainly there's probably going, it's probably going to be discounted over the normal price, like the normal MSRP of all those things. But if not, this is, we're talking like over $800 oh, yeah. for this box. It's, it's going to be stupid how much it costs. And but it does come with a cool box to yeah, display all a, the Amiibo in. A really cool box. A cooler box than you get for buying the Smash with the controller. Yep. So, oh, real quick. I did learn while I was at GameStop the other day. Be warned. Do not buy the wireless GameCube controllers for Smash. Why? Because they, they, are they are made by Power A, mm-hmm. and they're not made by Nintendo. And Power so, A makes good stuff, though. I don't know. The The proportions looked off to me, and yeah. it has a second shoulder button, and they're both way more raised than the Z button mm. uh, usually is. And so I just looked at them like, I'm passing. I'm just going to buy GameCube wired controllers. Yeah. So. And f- all fighting fans, they use wired controllers anyway. Yeah. Especially if you're as good as Smash as me and Seth. Now, I would prefer the Wavebird. <laughs> you can get that anywhere. Man. Yeah, that is a good controller. All right. Uh, real quick, this is not really huge news, but Square Enix, uh, Tetsuya Nomura re- uh, announced on Twitter the other day that uh, 
they have finished development on Kingdom Hearts 3, which was it's, fantastic. It's almost, it's officially <laughs> official. Uh, you all can my stop jo- panicking. All my jokes about it being delayed um, are going to, are have been quelled. All my fears have been quelled, and I am ready. I went, I actually had to take a walk the other day when I read that at work, because mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it, and I was so excited. Congratulations, you made it. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. This has been, it's, you know, Kingdom Hearts has been a foundation of our friendship. It's, it's true. One of the one of the pillars. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's really exciting. I'm really... And now with with the 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 saga coming to an end, it's probably we'll probably have to stop being friends. <laughs> no, no, no. There's other things. We we're fine. I think I don't know. we'll be okay. I don't know. We're, so, it's gonna be gonna be a danger zone. So with that, I don't think we've talked about it. What system are you buying this for? Uh, probably PS4. All right. Just because it's got my. Save data from the other games, I guess. <laughs> some, so, some dumb reason like that. So I got, I realized how uppity I sounded after I said it the other day. Mm-hmm. But our friend Michael Todd asked me, oh, are you going to get it for the Xbox? And I said, no. Like I said it like really aggressively. Yeah. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because this game is meant to be played on a PS4 controller <laughs> or... <laughs> on a Nintendo DS, like, and I, I, I just like, I just like really aggressively. Uh, like, that's shut what it they down. need to release <laughs> the downgraded version for the DS, not the and, three, not even the three DS. And it's I, the Nintendo and, DS. And I, I, I felt bad because I, I saw the look on his face, and I realized that maybe I like took it to a really too far level, but. I mean, <laughs> and then my so I, I'm friends with Adam who works on the works at that GameStop and he he just was laughing and he goes that's why I'm getting it on PS4 <laughs> and so <laughs> I felt a tad valid I will say that if I at the time am playing something on Xbox I might be inclined to get it on Xbox just so I don't have to unplug my HDMI cord and <laughs> plug it into the other one yeah it's really <sighs> annoying so um if any listener out there wants to give me like a splitter That'd yeah, be, that'd be cool. as a Thanksgiving gift. Yeah, thanks. Happy Christmas. Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're we're coming up on Festivus times. That could true. also be a Festivus gift. It could. It could be. I'll let you air your grievances. <laughs> um, we should do that on on a future episode. Yeah, the airing of grievances. It'll be the Festivus episode. Yeah, we'll have a poll, <laughs> and then at the end, you can listen to us perform the feats of strength. Just aggressive grunting, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we appreciate you guys listening, um, even to such a late episode like this. uh, And we hope you have a good holiday and and enjoy your family time or your video game time, depending on what you're doing tomorrow. It's a great time to do it. Um, We will be enjoying bocce and... Delicious food. Delicious. And and also alcohol. Yeah, whatever drinks Rachel makes. So that'll be great. Shout out to Rachel. Yeah. So um, we will uh, see you next week. Hey, David, name a Pokemon. Name a Pokemon. Um, let's go with... Uh, 
Gosh, you have me frozen now. Oh my gosh. This Totodile. Totodile evolves into Croconaw and evolves who evolves then into Feraligator. Ah. And that's it for me. Thank you. You've all been great. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Good night. Bye. Or morning. Goodbye.